Welcome back to another installment of the Greatest Priest Podcast of the Double Duo. Uh, Father Kerry Wakulich and Father Brian O'Brien. We're here in wet and wild Payne County. Wet? You mean you mean flooded? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of water here. Yeah. Well, I've been meditating on Genesis chapter five. Wait, 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 is Gen- wait, wait, is uh, Genesis, let me guess what Genesis creation, chapter... Creation, creation. Oh, hold on, creation. Um, creation one and two. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. then the fall, Cain and Abel, uh-huh. Cain and Abel three. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Ooh, wow, where's the Tower of Babel? That's um, like 12, I think, oh, Genesis 12. You're supposed 11, to You're supposed 11. to say, that's right now because you're just babbling. But oh, oh, yes. Nice. Try the rose beef, folks, I'm here all night. Uh, wait. Yeah, uh, Noah... Noah has visited uh, the state of Oklahoma. We are inundated with water. It's like under pressure, but underwater. It's been uh, it's been quite the week, and so in all of this, you know, Father Kerry has been uh, in Belgium, (laughs) so he missed it. He missed the great adventure of. uh, Although it's still, you're still, you got back, and now you're feeling still feeling the effects. We got roads closed. Yeah, what, uh, what's what's fun is driving around Stillwater and figuring out which roads are open and which yeah. roads are closed. And the like, Waze okay. app. The Waze app is very helpful. Oh, does it really? It's very helpful. Waze. W-A-Z-E. I highly recommend really? it. Yeah. Would you put it on like an app top? I mean, okay. It's like crowdsourcing, a crowdsourcing of traffic. Re- okay, describe, well, tell me what crowdsourcing is. Crowdsourcing is like when you put out a problem and then like the internet contributes Oh, got got it. Oh, you yeah. Yeah, like you put on Facebook, like, hey, I'm looking for, I need an electrician in the Stillwater area. And, people, and then everybody sends you. you but know. this is crowdsourcing of traffic. So, like, you're driving down the highway. You're not supposed to do it when you're driving, but if you have a passenger. So, a uh, you see, like, a really great dessert restaurant. Can you add it, like? Uh, I think it's more of, like... There's a, a car stopped in the road. There's a or cop there's hidden a behind dead, a tree. It does do that, too. Really? Or there's a dead animal in the road or, you know, around here, you know, armadillo on a road. <laughs> Donkey. But Donkey anyway, so it's been, it's, been, it's been quite the adventure. So earlier in the week, uh, this is before, before you got back, we were, uh, I made it to church one morning. So this was like right after the, the water. And we have a 7 a.m. mass. This is Tuesday. 7 a.m. mass uh, at St. Francis Xavier, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta, you know, gotta get to, gotta get there." So my usual five mile route to the church, which I can't wait till our rectory is done, uh, was 10 miles because I had to go like through campus down McElroy. Anyway, I get there, and there were five people at mass that morning. What? Typically about 30. This day there was five. Well, just because. The roads. How much rain did we get at one point in time? I like think it was once, like eight inches, just overnight. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of rain. So then, so Country Club Road, which uh, if you're not familiar with Stillwater, Country Club Road is the road on which the the new church is built, uh, was closed between Sixth and the church. Yeah, and so one person tried to drive through it. That did not go well. They didn't uh-huh. die, but they had to be rescued. Really? Yeah, their car, the car is still oh, there. I saw that in the ditch. It's underwater. Yeah, it was it was like in yeah. the ditch on the east side of yeah. the road. And then uh, another guy tried to drive through. Rumor is he was uh, he was late to pick up his wife. Oh, he was going to be double late. And so he went around the barricade. Why would he do that? Uh, so he actually made it through, and then the car stalled on the other side. Yeah, you get water. So that, in your his engine. car just uh, was in the middle of Country Club Road for two days. 
And they had to tow it out. So this is how interested people are. So I, you know, I we make sometimes we make videos, you know. So I do these videos every week, uh, like kind of a little homily preview, uh-huh. and we put it out on the St. Francis Xavier Facebook page, and and it gets, you know, they'll get a thousand or two thousand views or something okay. like that, pretty respectable, you know. Anyway, I make a video of me in the in the middle of Country Club Road, like a news anchor, like a news anchor, and it's like hey. eight thousand views, like. <laughs> Why don't people care that much about the Eucharist? <laughs> because they think that, like, you as an anchor man. I guess so. Uh, uh, street reporter Brian O'Brien. Right. Here. That's exactly it. Anyway, so we did. <laughs> that was a big That was a big hit. Well, you. Okay, so your road got blocked off. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I got back from Belgium, and we were met at Tulsa. Oh, airport. yeah, you came to the airport, yeah. So we get off the plane, and the sirens are blaring in Tulsa. And they're hustling. Tornado sirens. Yeah, there's tornado sirens. And there's different hustling. kinds of sirens. Yeah, yeah, they're hustling us off. And I haven't heard tornado sirens in Tulsa. You're in the airport? We're in, oh. on the airplane and you can hear them. Wait, Father Kerry and I haven't really talked a lot since he got back. So I'm I'm catching up on uh, yeah. on Belgium just like you are. So we're, we're, we're coming off the jetway and you can hear the sirens. And they're all just moving people down into the basement. And what... Those those sound like air raid sirens. I felt oh, yeah. like I was in like maybe like London, Israel, or something. L- yeah. London or Germany during the air raids. So you went, you took shelter. So we had to go downstairs and take shelter. And what I love, this is what I love about Tulsa. You can be from anywhere, and when you come to Tulsa, maybe it's just Oklahoma in general. You become friendly. Yeah. So this guy, hey, where are you this from? group of group of guys that were accountants and businessmen from Chicago were underground. And I said, you know, one of the great things about being in an underground shelter is you could just make friends with complete stranger. And I turned around and I look at this guy. I was like, hi. And he goes, hi, I'm complete stranger. And then we started chatting for the Welcome, next 10 Welcome, Chicago minutes. businessman. Uh-huh. It was a great time. So then we get back to St. John. We're driving through, you know, from Tulsa to Stillwater, dodging tornado warnings. Oh, my. As they're moving across the state. What is this, and we get Twister? To Tulsa. We get to... <laughs> Get to talk, get to uh, St. John. Who played the role of Helen Hunt? <laughs> that was Tony Smith. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> she was in panic driving with uh, new words I've learned since this storm. Uh, tornadic, tornadic. I love that word. Uh, debris ball and rain curtain. Oh, but if it's only half of a rain curtain, it's called a, a, a rain mini skirt. I just made that up just now. <laughs> If it's only halfway up, it's thin on one side. Okay, so we get back to St. John, and your road's closed off, and I go to my office to get some stuff, and I hear this drip. What? You can do that? Yeah. How did you just make that noise? I've, I've had that down since about the fourth grade. You Do that again. <laughs> I, it's hard to do when I'm smiling. And that's what my office sounded yeah. like. Yeah. So every time it rains, I have, I have many <laughs> talents, people. Of which making dripping sounds is yeah, one of them. That's the that's my best one right there. <laughs> so I had to walk around inside the church, and I'm I think I'm like, tw- like you know, every time someone flushes a toilet, my my church leaks. <laughs> it's like drips from. Everywhere. You might need a new church. 
probably sometime soon. But I think we counted like 22 major major like drips. Uh, about a dozen tiles are need to be replaced, and there's like a leak that runs down a wall and into the. Because you guys are closed, you're still closed. Yeah, yeah, we closed another week because or there's so. no student. There's like yeah. no students on campus. Yeah, yeah. Summer session hasn't started. They're yet. starting to trickle back in, drip back in like my roof. But we just like fix that roof, that section yeah, of the roof. I can tell the students are gone. For uh, there's a variety of ways. The normal way for most uh, <clears throat> Stillwater residents would be, you know, there's just there's no cars. Yeah. And it's like easier to get into a restaurant. Uh huh. The way that priests tell that it's summer uh, is that the confession lines are shorter. <laughs> <laughs> so for all you non-college students. If you if you uh, abhor uh, confessional lines, the summer is for you. <laughs> Find a time, sainthood away, and come on and come on over. Yeah. but it's uh. But anyway, I'm glad I'm glad you're back, and you made yeah. it back safely. Yeah, it's a, it was a good time. This uh, I we we talked about pilgrimages a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. yeah, you you I, ran us through the uh, the Belgium experience. Yeah, it was. Was it all you thought it would be? It was um. This is what a number of students said during this pilgrimage. They said, I like the structure, and I also like the freedom to just do things. And, and yeah, was, you can overschedule. You can overschedule. And, and, that and then is, it becomes like well, you death know, march. You and I have talked about this, like the busyness of life. And people always say, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Or, hey, so what would you do today? Well, I was just so busy. And, and what we found out on this pilgrimage, and students got to experience it, is we we put things in and then we created like a basically like a two hour buffer on either side of stuff. Yep. So they like got that. up in the morning and then we prayed and then we went to wherever we were going. And then when you have lunch in Belgium, expect two hours. Oh my. Like we ordered drinks after 20 minutes yeah, of being there. They take their sweet time over there. 20 minutes. After being Here's there, we got your to, lukewarm Coca-Cola. Yeah. And then it was it was no joke. After we ordered drinks, it was a half hour after that before they came over normally and said, so what would you like to order? Really? Yeah. And then the food takes about a half hour. Oh, my. So you're an hour and 15 minutes committed just sitting down wow. in a restaurant. So I would take students. We would go to a grocery store, and I'd be like, okay, go inside with somebody. Get and, some cheese. Yeah, get cheese, bread, bottle of wine, some fruit, and then some meat, and then just share it with everybody else, like in your group. A little Belgian picnic. Yeah. So there was like flakes of, uh, uh, what do they call those things? Croissants. Oh, Croissants yeah. and bread and like leftover cheese. And yeah, you said when you got home, you were you had like a little carb overload. Oh, Yeah. So th- that that was an, uh, one thing uh, I just got out of it was, uh, and especially the students, is just this, the beauty of creating time to hang out. And, and also, uh, they weren't allowed to use their phones a good chunk of the day. Oh, my. Because, one, everybody else is asleep, which is nice. And that's the beauty of getting people away on a pilgrimage is, is that everybody else they would normally contact is asleep when you're awake. So you can't really know one oh, to talk to except helpful. for the people around you. And so that was really <laughs> awesome. Another thing I, I, I got out of this was uh, really the sadness of two things. One, our history books praise the French Revolution. Boo! For the church, it was it decimated not only France, but Belgium. So the, there was this, uh, on one occasion, a priest took us a tour of the monastery, and he says... 
so these paintings here we cut out of the church uh, as an emergency to get them safe from the French Revolution. Wow. And so he says there's still like <clears throat> on the on the wall of the church there's still like a couple inches that are hidden because they had to cut them out of the frames. And so they had to reduce the, wow. the painting size. But it was just like, imagine like one day you're an active church and then the next day the government seizes it and then four years later they sell it back to you. That's no good. Yeah, no good. And then even museums, museums are just filled full of of like stuff stolen from monasteries and churches. And, and people used to have to hide things in their basements and just like go out and do this. So one, the scars of the French Revolution still exist. So we think like, why is the faith of Europe maybe I think even like demoralized or dead? Well, you had Napoleon and the French Revolution. Uh, you had World War One that took out tons of dudes, tons of young men, children, wives, grandparents, farms. And then within 20 years of that, you had World War II. And, and, you, could, and you could even see the scars of World War II on the landscape. I mean, we went to the Maginot Line, and you could see that, like, the damage still after World War I. And then you could go to these World War II sites. We, we went to this place called the We Remember Museum. Uh, and it was just, it was filled full of really cool stuff. And then the elderly man who, him and his wife ran it, just told us the stories. Like he was an 11-year-old boy during World War II. And he remembers the GIs, the U.S. Army being on his family farm. And so they started this museum with basically all the stuff left over as these guys went off to the Battle of the Bulge. And so just that. But then there was this. The church, you know, it's like the church is ever ancient and never new. And it has seen everything of history. Everything. We've of seen a lot. Yeah. So we went to this church in Aachen that was built uh, in the year 1000. And so it's seen a thousand years of just stuff going on in the world. And just it's seen all the blessings, all the curses that have ever occurred in the last thousand years in that a part lot. of the world. In that part of the world. Yeah. Just. And then I got to use my last thing. I got to use my. My priesthood, uh, the gift of the priesthood, which I'm going to be nine years of priest this coming week. Whoop, whoop. Uh, there was this moment when we were leaving. Yeah, you get to work with all the college students. You get to work with some adults that came along. And then we're leaving. Uh, we're leaving Ghent, Belgium from up north. And we're driving back down. And we exit to get coffee, let people use the bathroom, and fill up the vans that we rented for this pilgrimage road trip. And, and I'm sitting there, and one of the students is late, and I'm like, come on, hurry up, get out of the bathroom, let's go. And we pull out on the highway, and 30 seconds before us, a big tractor trailer flipped in the highway. And I've been thinking about that for days, that like, if, if that student had been a little faster coming out of there, say 30 seconds, we would have been either behind or in front of that tractor trailer. And so, I mean, it was leaking fuel on the highway going towards Brussels. Eek. Four lanes wide, three, three of them closed. And so we, like, there was eight of us cars that were all in the front, all at the, uh, like, we're sitting right in front of this tractor trailer flipped over. And we snuck around the outside barely, like, had to drive up on the barricade a little bit on two wheels and then got over. 
And I just went over and saw the kid because he was like 25. And you could see he was just frazzled. So I gave him my orange and black rosary that some no folks, fam- some family sent orange and black rosaries to OSU uh, to St. John. Yeah. So I gave him an orange and black rosary, and then I gave him an image of divine mercy, and gave him a hug. A huge he- one? Yeah, <laughs> no, not a giant, just a small pocket size. I don't mean to make light. Yeah, and just nice. It was just a beautiful pilgrimage, like in that video, Fishers of Men. Were you that guy, the the priest who comes running up on the accident scene? Well, I was. Two cars away from it. Oh, so like as we got on the highway, it had far. just happened. Yeah. So this, that's the wow. uh, that's a pilgrimage. So I encourage everybody to, and it wasn't on the ways app, by the way. There was no flipped over truck on. Well, the it would you would be the one to put it up there, and then the people behind you would know. Yeah, it was backed up traffic. crowdsourcing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so just a beautiful pilgrimage, and the students got a lot out of it, and even some of the adults that I take with me now. I take a couple, a, a, a married couple who have uh, a focused missionary daughter. It's just awesome. So that is uh, that glorious is, that pilgrimage. So Glory be, welcome home. Now you heard a little bit. Dig it. Okay. So uh, we you know, we mentioned a couple episodes back about uh, you all, you our listeners, uh, faithful, loyal, and true, uh, taking a uh, taking a pilgrimage this summer. Father Kerry went to Belgium. Where are you going? Mm. Right. We go back and listen to that episode if you haven't heard it yet. And and. We made a lot of suggestions about even just within Oklahoma, within the United States. There's a lot of great places to go. Find Bring your North families. North American and, martyrs in New York. Yeah, there's just some awesome, some awesome places. So make that make that a priority. Just do it. Um, and then I like the idea of like leaving space. I know when I've taken groups to Rome and other places, like having everything scheduled. Number one, duck doesn't account for traffic and bad weather and all kinds of things, but leaving that space to just let people explore. And you see what happens, and you see who you meet, and and so that's part of it too. And that's one of the blessings of the summer, is like there's for I think for most people there's just more there's more time. School's out, yeah. There aren't as many commitments. Uh, a lot of you know sports teams and stuff aren't maybe not as active depending on the sport, and so you've got more time to 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 explore and to kind of jump into maybe things that you wouldn't normally do during the busyness of of a school year. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave you this, the good people of God, with this quote from Pope Benedict XVI. To go on pilgrimage is not simply to visit a place to admire its treasures of nature, art, or history. To go on pilgrimage really means to step out of ourselves in order to encounter God where he has revealed himself, where his grace has shown with particular splendor and produced rich fruits of conversion and holiness among those who believe. So if you go on pilgrimage, make sure you uh, you put some time into studying your faith and doing things like that. Uh, or if you decide, I mean, maybe you're planning on staying in Stillwater uh, this summer uh, and seeing the, the glorious... The place to be. The place to be. You know, like, what, what do you got going on at St. Francis? We got some things. We got things going on. Really? Uh, as I've been saying in numerous, uh, uh, my bulletin letter, and I send out Does this. Does anybody read that bulletin letter? You know what? People do, oh. because I hear about it. Yeah, I heard that Gmail has a new option. Like, it has delete, store, and it also has, like, shred. And so when you hit the shred button, it sends a message back to the person that sent you the email. It says, I shredded your document without reading it. Really? No, I just made oh, that wow, up. Oh, wow, that would be actually a good idea. <laughs> it's like, this is what I think of your email. The, I shredded uh, it. So I've been saying that the you know the summer is not 
that we you know take a vacation, but don't no vacations from Jesus. You know, really? so I think there's there's Can't a mentality. There's a mentality. I mean, I get that people are traveling. You know, we have a number of parishioners who are professors or something, and they're out somewhere else. You know, I get that. But like, then you need then find a place, find a church to go to wherever you are. Masstimes.org does. Masstimes.org is perfect, and go to confession there. And then I've been telling people this uh, to like bring me a. I want a, I want a bulletin. Bring me a paper bulletin, uh, so we can like steal good ideas from other yeah, parishes. Exactly. You know? Some people are like, "Are you just checking up on us?" I'm like, "No." Yes. I well, mean, like Marty. What did Marty do? He brought. He kept a bulletin. He would oh, go my into, brother. My <laughs> brother Andy used to. Oh, Andy. He would get a bulletin from the local church and put it up on his refrigerator, for only when my parents would come and visit. <laughs> He would yeah. just stop by the church in the middle of the week, grab a bulletin, and then it made it look like he was at Mass. So pilgrimages will help your faith. What's some other yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, so we've got a whole bunch of stuff. So I'll just kind of give you give you a little rundown uh, of what we got going on. So for, for men, the men of the parish, um, Friday, June 7th, the Catholic Man Show Whoa, is coming. really? Adam Minahan and David Niles. That's, that's a, a good Very, very popular show. kind of national uh, podcast. They're going to be recording. We're going to have some good food, and they're going to be recording from our parish hall. So that's the men of Payne County. Wait, what day welcome. is that? Friday, June 7th, 5 o'clock. We'll have some food. Friday, Adam and June Dave 7th. are going to come and record an episode of the Catholic Man Show. So oh. that's fr- Friday, June 7th. Starting on Saturday, June 1st, I did this last year, but on Saturday mornings of the summer, I'm going to be teaching, walking people through the catechism. Ooh. Catechism of the Catholic Church is, a, is kind of an intimidating book. Um, also known as the Big Green Giant amongst people. It's huge. It's a huge book, right? You, but it's also simple. Well, right, but I think a lot of people never open it because it's so dang big. Because it makes a sound when you open it. Yeah, and <laughs> dust and dust flies up out of your face. Um, but we, So we've been going through basically kind of paragraph by paragraph. So last summer we did the... Uh, the section one of the catechism, which is on the creed. Ooh. And so we just walk through. What do we mean when we say that Jesus descended into hell? What do we, the Apostles' Creed, what do we mean when we say, Proceeds from the Father um, and the I Son. believe in God. What does, that, mm. what does that mean? So this summer we're doing part two of the catechism, Ooh. which is on the sacraments. Really? So we're actually kind of doubling it up. It's a, both an opportunity for your average parishioner to come and learn more, but then it's also going to be our summer RCIA, our summer... Uh, initiation for those who are interested in learning more about Catholicism or even becoming Catholic. Uh, they're going to come to the Saturday morning walk through the catechism. Are you going to record those? We recorded them last summer, and we we're going to record them again. And what do you do with them after you're done with so them? We, do we you put just them, like, put them in a storage bin and put them in the, in the, in the refrigerator? I, put them, I leave them under your bed. No. <laughs> That's uh, why I never them, heard them. <laughs> we put them, and they play during the night while you're sleeping. Soothing sounds. They, uh, <laughs> we put them up on our parish SoundCloud account so they're audio okay and you can so you can go back and you can, so you can go back and listen to all of them from last summer uh and they're an hour we go 9 30 to 10 30 every saturday morning of the summer oh that's nice it's gonna be rocking and rolling so then we got a whole bunch of cool stuff for the kids vacation bible school um i like that you ready for the theme you ready for this Catholics. Oh. Training to be champions for christ Catholics. who came up with that oh somebody at some publisher who knows Oh. But anyway, June 24th to 27th, that's going to be totally awesome. And then we're doing something new this summer for, for kids. Is a, We're doing a Catholic music camp. What? A Catholic start music a rock camp. Band? Tell me we're going to start a rock no, band. No, no. It's more traditional. So we're calling it Catholic Rhapsody. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Like Bohemian oh, yeah. Rhapsody? A little bit, but except Catholic, yeah. Catholic <laughs> Rhapsody, a charismatic music camp for kids. Charismatic. Like, charismatic. Like the, teaching the faith? The charisma. Teaching the basics. Yeah. 
So they're going to learn like traditional hymns. Uh, and then the, the week will culminate in they're going to do like a 20-minute like little musical uh, of the tale of the three trees. Do you know that story? Like one of the trees becomes, I haven't read it, but I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm saving it for the, ca- the music camp. One of the trees becomes the cross. One of the trees becomes like the crib that Jesus is in. Oh. And one of the trees becomes something I, else. I have heard that kerygma of that. It's like one of the ancient kerygmas. Yeah. So that's uh, that's July. That's late July, July twenty second through the twenty fifth. That's going to be awesome. Family adoration. We're doing th- one once a month. Family Eucharistic adoration. Uh-huh. Uh huh. June twelfth, oh. Ju- July tenth, August seventh uh, at five thirty. So we have um, a ad- hour of adoration and then potluck supper and then a little catechesis, partially for the parents and partially for the kids. Adoration, food, catechesis. Yeah. How about that? Why? Why? Okay. Why, why are you insisting on so much catechesis this summer amongst well, the people? Well, I mean, I what think you, it's it's a little it's a little of everything. So we want our our what we're trying to do at St. Francis Xavier is helping people to do three things. We want people to we want to give people opportunities to encounter Jesus Christ. Okay. And so that's the, the, sort of those entry points. And so that's that's the mass, that's adoration, mm-hmm. uh, that's scripture studies. Um, Later on in the fall, we're going to be doing a, a wonderful program called Discovering Christ, which is kind of an introduction to Catholicism, even for Catholics. Okay. And it's an introduction into basically making making Jesus the center of your life. That's important. That's what we want to do. <laughs> so we want people to encounter Christ. We want people to grow in their faith. Okay. And then we want people to go out into the world and preach it. Make disciples of all and nations. And so people are at different levels. You know, so many, so some people have 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 encountered Christ and are ready now to grow in their faith. Uh, other people have not yet, even maybe lifelong Catholics haven't really encountered Jesus Christ in a real way that's mm-hmm. cha- that changes their life. And so we want to offer those experiences. So the, gr- the the catechesis part is both an opportunity to encounter Christ in the teachings of the Church, but then also to grow in your faith. So this will be for lifelong Catholics and also for people right up the street. They can just show up. Just show up. Walk in the door. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. And that's a little harder on, on the on the teacher, which is me. You know, like we, there might be someone there who's like never <laughs> heard the gospel ever yeah. sitting right next to, you know, lifelong Catholic. Who know, may have who, not known the gospel ever. Well, that's true. That's true, too. <laughs> so then what I'm one of the things I'm most excited about this summer, we're doing um, a apologetics camp yeah. for our uh, middle school and high school. We're calling it, it Camp Xavier. Ooh, oh, hello. So that's the same dates as the Catholic Rhapsody, July 22nd to 25th. So we're doing it's in the evening. It's going to be three hours. We nice. have uh, an hour of, so basically food. We're going to have students be giving their testimony. So we're going to like work with them on how to give your testimony yeah, to another sure. person, uh-huh. how to talk about your relationship with Christ. Then uh, an hour of teaching on kind of, we haven't figured out the topics yet, but Basically, topics that middle school and high schoolers are facing mm-hmm. uh, in their in the school or when they go off to college, and then an hour of adoration and confession, four straight nights. Do I need to be there? Going to be crazy. Help you out with adoration and confession. Oh heck yeah! We'll okay. talk. We'll talk. Oh, why really? don't we talk off air? Oh really? Okay. So then, uh, early June, we're doing like a kids scripture study, which we've never done before. So June second to June sixth, uh, it's called uh, from Genesis to Jesus which is also available for adults, but we're, we're just doing it this summer for, for kids, so that's going to be awesome. Then we're doing a School of Lexio, 
uh, Saint, we're calling it the St. Francis Xavier School of Lexio. It's very exciting. So that's going to be um, Mondays <laughs> throughout June and July. So June 10th, 17th, 24th, July 1st, July 8th, July 15th. Who's doing that? Um, Marilyn Seiler, Betsy McNeil, Stacey Humbert. Whoa, nice. It's going to be boss. And then, of course, daily mass, Sunday mass. We have Wednesday adoration. We have adoration at the beginning of the month, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The Pastors of Pain podcast. What a great way to grow in your faith. So that's just a little bit of what we're doing this summer. That is um, a lot. It's very exciting. We're, we're, we're pretty pumped. You're not taking a nap this summer. No, there will be naps. There will, there be, will be. There will be, be naps. naps. Um, but it's just, it's a, it's a, it's, we're trying to get across. The summer is not a time to take a vacation. A vacay from Jesus. It's a time to use the space that you've been given to grow in your faith. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to do. So that, that goes out to everybody in Payne County. Come one, come all. If you're living in Tulsa or something, you want to come over for something, please, please do. Yeah. And if you miss that, you can go to St. Francis Xavier's website and just pull up the calendar yep. and find all yep. the stuff yep. Yep. that's so, going on. And it's all on our Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram and all that good stuff. Yeah. So there's no reason why someone should miss out. Exactly. Or feel like they aren't welcome because, you know what, you sit in a class with a bunch of Catholics and you realize... I know about as much yep, as they I need do, to know more. and you're unchurched. I need to know more. <laughs> so that's all. Uh, I wanted to say a quick shout-out to my friend Pam Tupi out in California. She sent us a check. What? To support the ministry. Really? Go, Pam. I was paying for this Pam in plasma, and, and now and I don't Sean. have to. You guys aren't paying squat. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, anyway, so please uh, support us with your prayers. You can send us some money if you want. Yeah. You know, it costs us a little money to do it. And uh, we're the Pastors of Pain, Father Brian O'Brien, Father Kerry Wakulich, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you back in the month of June. God bless you. God bless you.